I'm Deidre. I'm Chelsea. And we're giving you a million murders. Okay, hello everybody. Hello. We're back with your Halloween. And if I sound like a man, I apologize. My allergies got me. <laughs> got me, got me. I gotta. Okay, so y'all, it's time for your listener stories. Woo-hoo. We only have two. I think some people didn't get theirs in in time, but that's okay. That's all right. We got 365 days in a year. Yeah, so I mean, you know, even though you didn't, you know, get it in time for this, just still send it in. Don't feel like, oh, I missed it. You know, send it in. We'll still do it. We can get your back. Yes. That was deep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so the first set of stories comes from Stephanie, a close friend of my family. She has actually had a few encounters as a child and very intuitive. Um, She's predicted things before and been right, but she's not the only one in her family that is sensitive. I'm calling them sensitive because it's, it's insane the way that she can like tune in and pick up on people. Like she probably should have been an FBI profiler. Oh yeah. Yeah. She can just like sense things about people and she's like, Hmm. I think this is going to happen. And then it happens. And I'm like, like, it's crazy. And so weird. Okay. So, but yeah, like I said, not the only one in her family who's kind of been sensitive to Mm -hmm. things like this. So her grandfather didn't believe in supernatural things. There was always an explanation for everything. One day, her grandmother had gone to a funeral home for a visitation um, and this is when Stephanie's mother was a child. So this is like, oh. okay, this is back, uh-huh. back, back. Um, so this is like the 50s, maybe early 60s, because her mom and my dad are about the same age. Um, so her mother, aunts, and grandfather had sat on the porch waiting for her grandmother to return. Stephanie's grandmother. Um, soon it was getting dark. So he decided they should go ahead and go in. And once they turned the door to go into the house, they heard someone say, wait just a minute. Uh-uh. Stephanie's mom said she couldn't explain what it sounded like. It sounded like the voice was right beside you, but also far away and all around you. I would have been like, you wait a minute. You need to go on and get out of <laughs> here. Because who, who are you? We ain't. None of us got time for that. Okay. Oh, so there was something different about how the voice sounded. One of her aunts asked, who said that? They all screamed because they realized everyone heard the voice. That would be us. Yeah, just <laughs> like, who said that? Um, so they all heard the voice, but none of them had said anything. So they freaked out. Uh, and then the grandmother showed back up at the house. So they wondered if they heard her telling them to wait telepathically. No one could explain it. Uh-uh. Okay, so... The wait just a minute. The first time I heard the wait just a minute story, I was like, because I mean, you don't, you're going back into your house. It's not like it's not your house, you yeah. know? And then all of a sudden someone's like, like, no, don't come in yet. <laughs> it's like, wait, what are you talking like, about? It's my house. <laughs> yeah. 
you you wait a minute you need to go and get out oh so you know they're like could have been like a telepathic thing or was it so okay another instance was with her grandfather and his brother okay so and this is stephanie's grandfather okay we're back to just telling that story so another instance was when they were in a coal house getting coal and they heard which for those of y'all who don't know what a coal house is this is something i don't know i mean it I'm sure it's in the north too because there's coal everywhere but yeah. around here it's very um we've had like a very big surplus of coal of coil coil <laughs> of coal um so you know it's everywhere it's been used you know down here for energy we mine it everything so when you had a coal house it was literally just like a building that had coal for your stove or whatever, you know. So you'd have to go out there and get the coal and bring it in to keep your house warm and stuff. So they're in the coal house getting the coal, and they heard a woman call out and say, Paul? Paul was the name of her grandfather. When the grandfather asked his brother if he heard his voice, his brother said that he did hear the voice and that it was his wife calling for him, Stephanie's grandmother. Uh But she was in a different state at the time, visiting her sister. So, who's calling out for Paul? It could have been the just-a-minute person, you know. So, her grandfather would always pick at her grandmother, saying she was telepathic, because uh, even though he didn't believe in those types of things, he could never explain the woman's voice he was hearing. Mm -hmm. And she always seemed to be absent when the voice was heard. One time... They were all sitting around talking about all the weird things that would happen, and her grandmother would just brush it off. She didn't believe in the supernatural either. Uh. So neither of them believed in it. And, of course, she's never there when it happens either. She's like, y'all are crazy. And it's like, no. Like, ugh. So, you know, she's brushing it off, whatever. And later that night, she was exercising, and all of a sudden, the radio came on and played the most beautiful song she'd ever heard as she's quoted saying and then turned back off so she thought it was one of the grandchildren playing a trick on her by playing one song and turning the radio off she knew it wasn't her husband because he was in bed asleep so she called everyone to see who played the trick on her but everyone was at home in bed huh so this supernatural being was like okay well since i never show up when you're here let me just do this real quick so that you can, you know, see that I'm real. <laughs> okay. Then Stephanie's mom also said that when they were kids, that for years the back door would never stay locked. They would shut it and lock it, and when they'd get up every morning, the door would be unlatched and open. They said it went on for years until the last child moved out of the house. Huh. Mm-hmm. I wonder why it was because the kids moved out. I don't know. Maybe they was like, yeah, it's not fun anymore for them. They're like, they don't care. (laughs) They're like, grandma and grandpa don't care. It's fun when the kids get scared, but that's it. Yeah. They're like, okay. Another odd thing that would happen uh, was hearing sounds on the roof. So randomly they would hear something heavy hit the tin roof and roll off. Uh Yeah. And they'd heard it for years. They would always check to see if something had fallen off the roof, but nothing was ever there. And the youngest daughter decided one day to get on the counter and bang 
on the ceiling with a broom and say, stop it. Like they had had it. They're like, this keeps happening over and over again. There's nothing over the house. It's not like, you know, little acorns falling off and rolling down. Like it's something kind of heavy and there's nothing there. Well, when she did that, the loudest bang came from the roof that it, and it was so hard that it shook the windows. Uh Uh-uh. Stephanie, (laughs) I mean, you can't, how, what is this? And it was like, I'll stop when I please. Like, boom, no. Uh-uh. Okay. And Stephanie also remembers hearing it as well, at least once while she was staying there. So like, everyone's heard it. I think that's what's so crazy about some of these is that it's not just like one generation of the family hearing it. Yeah. It's like everyone's hearing it. It's not like, you know, it's just like a normal occurrence at the house. So there was that. Uh, The next story happened when Stephanie was an adult and it happened at her mother's house. So we're at a different house. Okay. We're, (laughs) they just fall on them. They, it's crazy. They sticking like glue. I'm telling you, I think, I don't know. Listen. So, yeah, I mean, this isn't just like, oh, you know, grandma and grandpa's house was just haunted. Now, now we're at Stephanie's mom's house and her stepfather had stomach cancer. So he would sleep in the recliner because he couldn't lay down anymore. This was back when television would end at midnight after the national anthem was played and go to static. So for those of you who didn't know that, yes, like back in the day at midnight, it was just like, and that would be the end of TV. (laughs) And then it was just done. Like it didn't play all night. What, what year? Like in the fifties and sixties and even seventies. Huh? And 80s, I guess, because Stephanie's an adult. So she... I never heard that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would go to static. So every night her mother would turn the TV off, but he would stop her and tell her to leave it on. One day, Stephanie, her brother and sister, and her mother were going to the store and did their normal routine of turning off every light and the TV before leaving. When they returned home, the TV was blaring, and Stephanie said, uh-oh, we forgot to turn the TV off. They hadn't forgotten to turn the TV off. These were the TVs that you had to push a button to turn it on or off. As soon as she said they had forgotten to turn the TV off, the TV turned off. Uh-uh. Yeah. No one was around to mess with it. They even checked outside to see if someone had been around. So after That's creepy, I'm telling you, I'm telling you after her stepfather died, other things started to happen around the house too. They would find his closet door opened at times and even heard the closet door open on its own. This was one of those bifold doors that you open up and push oh, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just hear it like, I hate those doors. Yeah. Just kind of like rolling back. Okay. One night, Stephanie and her mother decided they were going to switch bedroom suites. She had a queen-size canopy bed, and her mom had a queen-size water bed. The girls wanted the water bed, so I they like switched the water them. Beds. I know. Aunt Melissa had one. I had one when I was little, and I loved it. But then I'd have dreams of Jaws. Like, I'd have nightmares <laughs> that I was like. <laughs> so the water bed wasn't helping the Jaws no. dream. Because, you know, I don't know. Maybe I watched some of these scary movies too young. Because <laughs> I'm, like, in a water or bed. You're just, you were just sensitive. <sighs> I don't know. 
Because I watched scary movies when I was young all the time, and I loved it. I mean, I loved it. I would just still have nightmares about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I just go back and watch it again. <laughs> I was never scarred. I just, I'm like, Michael Myers was chasing me last night. I'm like, okay, let's play it again. So, yeah, they want the water bin. Water bugs. Water bugs. <laughs> so, <laughs> the girls wanted uh, the bed, so they switched them. Right after they made the switch, she was lying there with her sister in bed, and there were two lights on si- on the sides of the headboard. As she was lying there, she felt someone right beside her. She wasn't scared. It, was, it wasn't a scary feeling or anything, but just like a presence she uh-huh. felt. She figured it was one of her brothers wanting something. She turned on the light to see what they needed, and no one was there. About that time, her mother was screaming bloody murder. Okay? Like just Her mom? Yeah. Stephanie's mom. They ran into the room, and her mother said she felt like someone was standing beside her. Then she saw Stephanie's light come on, uh-uh. and it casted a light that shined down the hall into the bedroom. When the light came on, she could see the outline of a man wearing a denim jacket standing right beside her. By Stephanie? No, by her b- oh. mom. So, Stephanie feels a presence beside her, turns around, turns the light on to see what one of her brothers need. Nobody's there. When she turns her light on, it shines the light down the hall into Stephanie's mom's room. And Stephanie's mom is feeling a presence beside her as well. And when the light comes on, she can see the outline of this man wearing a denim jacket standing right beside her at her bed. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. This was a go-to outfit that her stepfather would wear all the time. They think he was coming to check on her, but since they moved beds, he went to the wrong room. Like maybe he just got disoriented because he was like, wait a minute. This ain't my bed. Like this ain't my room. This is my bed though. He was like, oh, she's in this one. Like how? Just think about that. You, like, feel something beside you, and then a light comes on down the hall, and it's just, like, and then there's, like, a person there standing mm-hmm. right beside you. No. <sighs> so. Absolutely not. Yes. Okay. So then the only thing Stephanie experienced on her own was this. So everything that's happened, there's been somebody there, you know, something else. But this was one that she just experienced on her own. She had a nightmare that her stepdad was choking her brother. At this point, the stepdad was still alive. Um, She woke up hysterical and started to run down the hall to go to her mom's room. She turned on her nightlight, and when she went to leave her room, she couldn't leave. There were gray shadows. Mm -hmm. You just, like, oh my God, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. There were gray shadows going back and forth in front of her room. She felt like they were soldiers for some reason. Um, she was panicking, and her mom had her. her oh, she was panicking, and her mom heard her and came down the hall with a wet rag and put her back to bed. She, her mom asked if she heard that noise, and she thought one of the boys fell out of the bunk beds. She was lying in bed and heard the loud boom and saw her light on. When she went to check on the boys, they were sound asleep. So this noise, I don't see anything where we talk about the noise before that. So her mom asked if she heard that noise Mm -hmm. and that she thought one of the boys fell out of their bunk beds. When she went to go check on the boys, they were sound asleep. um, And she went back to her room to go to bed. Her stepdad had 
round 10 and 20 pound weights that interlocked to keep them from falling into two separate stacks. Okay, so it's like these interlocking 10, 20 pound weights and they're in two, they got two different stacks of them. And he had had them for years. When her mom went back in her room, she found the top two weights from each stack were three feet away laying beside laying side by side from where they were stacked. Huh. Yeah. Like there was no way they could have unlocked and fallen that way. Yeah. Her family always said she somehow was able to move those weights to get her mom's attention. Cause like Stephanie, like tried to get out. She had this horrible dream. She's trying to get out of her room. All these gray spirits or whatever are moving in front of the door and she couldn't get out. And then her mom just instantly shows up because she hears a loud bang. She couldn't get out because she was scared to, to try or she couldn't like, like she, she couldn't just move. couldn't get out. It was like people were guarding the door of her room. Like those gray things going back and forth. And so when she tried to leave, she just couldn't get out. Like they were there. It was, was like it she like couldn't a, move. Like she couldn't like. I don't That's know. That's what I was wondering. Like if she tried to get out, like if she tried to walk through, but like it was like a something was like. Yeah, I she think was like she got to a point where she couldn't move like anymore, but she was trying. I feel like that's what it was because she was terrified. So she's like trying to get out, but then it was like these things were blocking her in, and she just couldn't like. Yeah, move like to or get if past it was out of them. fear, like I just can't, I can't do it, I can't do it because it was yeah scaring her. I think it was like a little bit of both, maybe. I'll have to ask her. Yeah, ask her because I'm curious. Okay, so we'll ask about that, but yeah, so. People in the family are like, you maybe somehow made those move so that your mom would get up and hear a loud bang. But it's funny how that loud bang is from coming from her bedroom. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like it because she goes and checks on the boys. So I don't know, y'all, but it's crazy. Okay. Her and her mother have always somehow been in sync. They, it's in sync. Um, they had a game where one of them would write a number on, like, just write a number down on a piece of paper. Uh-huh. And the other would guess the number. And most of the time, it would be correct. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's just like a game they played. And they would get the numbers correct most of the time. She was like, it wasn't every time, but most of the time. Somebody would just write down like 57 and they'd, the other one would write down 57 and they'd be like, oh yeah. Uh-uh. I don't know. I'm telling y'all they're, they're sensitive. They're sensitive. Okay. So her mother also had dreams that have come true. She had a dream about a friend who was a race car driver who had just finished a race. When he got out of the car, the friend sort of saluted her as if he was saying goodbye forever from the finish line. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was like, that was weird. When her husband came home the next day from working his night shift, he told her the news that her friend had died. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Like, how weird is that? Having a dream like that. Years later, she was on her honeymoon. This is her mom. Stephanie's mom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's on a honeymoon with her new husband. She's already had her children. So she's had Stephanie. She's had all of her other kids already. So they're all um, teenagers at this point. 
I think. Okay, so she's, you know, on this honeymoon and she woke up crying hysterically and couldn't understand why. She thought it was just like wedding jitters, thinking she had made a mistake, mm-hmm. but she had never felt so sad in her entire life. She was so upset. They left their honeymoon early. When she got back, she went to find her son and found him at a local restaurant. They chatted for a while and then she went home. That same night, Stephanie's daughter had a terrible ear infection and a fever. Um, And when she told her mom about it, she panicked and she told them to take her to the doctor right away. So, you know, she's like, I've had this horrible feeling all day. This has to be what it is. Take her to the doctor right now. Um, And they did. She ended up being okay. But that night, her brother Eric passed away in a car accident. She could sense something was going to happen, but couldn't put her finger on it. And she was right. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. So that's, that's intense. And I remember, I don't know if I put this in here. I'm sure I did. And I'm just going to forget. But her husband was like, if you ever feel a bad feeling about me, me, don't tell me. And I mean. Yeah, because I couldn't. No. I'm glad I ain't got those senses because I already have anxiety Anxiety enough. (laughs) As it is. I would. I I would probably have to be admitted into an inpatient facility. Yeah, because I'll just be like, Jesus, please just take me because I can't, I can't do this. I mean, imagine having that feeling all day long and you just feel horrific the entire day and you can't figure out what's uh-uh. going to happen, but you know, something bad's going to happen and then you just try to shake it, but you can't. And then something bad does happen. I just can't even imagine what that was like so that was obviously very tragic and i just can't believe that she had that feeling that entire day um now after her brother passed away more strange things happened in her childhood home um in the bedroom that her and her sister shared her sister would wake up more than once in the middle of the night scared because she felt like someone was there she could see the outline of a woman in a white gown It would scare her so badly she stopped sleeping alone. She had an aunt and uncle who would come and stay when they were in from out of town. What was that? What was he in? It sounded like it was over here. That's why I was like, I was like, what was that? Yeah, he snores. (laughs) We should leave Chelsea's dog snoring if you hear that. It's cute. Oh my God. She could see the outline of a woman in a white gown. It would scare her so badly she stopped sleeping alone. She had an aunt and uncle who would come and stay when they were in from out of town. And at this point, they had a son who was four and her sister would want him to come and stay at their house. They put Chad in the bedroom that her sister was too scared to stay in. But they didn't tell him why her sister didn't want to sleep in there. Because, I mean, all the things that have been happening, they hadn't really seen anything Is this except the, Stephanie. The four-year-old I know? Do I know this four-year-old? Is it Stephanie's son? No, 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 no. Oh, who's this? This is before he was born. Well, maybe. I don't know. This is this is one of the aunt or uncle's children. Oh, okay. Because I was like, <laughs> bless his heart. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so they put Chad in the bedroom that... Her, oh, Chad's the four-year-old. Yeah, Chad's okay. the four-year-old. They put Chad in the bedroom that her sister was too scared to stay in, but didn't tell him why her sister didn't want to sleep in there. He woke... <laughs> he woke he up. Woke. He woke. The, 
<laughs> he woke he woke them up screaming saying a woman was standing by the bed Mm-mm. all of these things slowly stopped happening as the children moved out when her stepfather died you know it ramped up a little bit and then it stopped and then when her brother passed away you know things slowly stopped and the lady was seen once or twice after her brother died but then it all stopped well another thing kids they'd be saying the stupidest crap all the time Mm-hmm. Who you talking to? My friend. Mm-mm. Like, you can go put that four-year-old down. <laughs> yeah, they thought, well, you know. Six cents. It's, yeah. You know, and I mean, they've been seeing stuff forever, so it's like, well, and it doesn't seem like anybody else in their family has, so I bet they were just like, well, it'll be fine, because, you know. Yeah. They don't believe in that stuff, or y'all have never no. seen that stuff, and then the little boy was like, ah! Like, he was like, hold up, wait a minute, there's a woman in my room. It's like, shoot, she done got the little four-year-old, too. She's like, whoever in this house gonna get haunted, period. I don't care who oh, you girl. are. She was like, I can't get a little sis no more, so I'm about to get this little four-year-old. Hey, I'm here, what's happening? You know, so, that's crazy. Because I feel like, sometimes when you hear about haunted houses, you hear about people being able to see things in their own house, but then people will show up and the people, you know, ghosts almost kind of clam up. Yeah. Like not all ghosts want to be seen by other people. So they'll just like be quiet when you're around. I don't want to see. Not these ghosts. Not the woman in white. I've seen something in this trailer. See, and every time you talk about, I'm like, I'm not standing here ever again. But I wasn't scared. Like it wasn't like a, what the, you know, it was Mm -hmm. just like a, I got mad because they kept walking past my room and I shut my door. I'm like, because it fart before I shut it. I was like, can you stop, please? I'm trying to walk. I don't remember what I was watching. I was like, I was trying to watch my show. And it did it again. I went, boom, slammed the door. I was like, I'll shut you out then. <laughs> I think I was like, wow. Okay. And then mom, mom was getting ready to go to bed. She was getting up or she was not getting up, but she was like thinking, I guess I need to go to bed. And she heard this voice and he said, well, I'm about to go to bed. And she was looking around because she was home by herself. Mm-mm. I said, I told you that trailer was haunted. I said, because I told her what I had seen. She was like, she don't believe in that stuff. She thinks I'm crazy. And I was like, explain that, mom. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it was probably just a neighbor's cell phone coming through my karaoke speaker. I said, that's the most absurd <laughs> thing I've ever <laughs> Like, make it make sense. That does not make sense. Make it make sense. It's just like, oh, it just, my Bluetooth speaker magically connected to someone's phone from Now, mind you, when I was growing up and you were growing up, you know, sometimes, like, your landline, your neighbor's... Yeah, like, you can hear your neighbor or they can hear you and you don't know it. Yeah, like, it would... Because that's happened to me. Yeah. I'll be talking to my little friend on the phone and I hear... John Wayne next door on the phone with somebody. I'm like, do you hear that? And they're like, no. And I'm yeah, like, but it's what? like only one time that happened to me. They and to, the phone company had to come out and fix it or do whatever. Oh, see, ours never did. But I remember one time I was on the phone with your stepsister and we were talking and somehow we got like that'd be, the some, wires that'd be good to crossed. get some real tea. Yeah, like they, the juice, juice. I don't remember what they were talking about, but I was like, do you hear that? And she could hear it too. And I forgot what they were talking about, but we were laughing because we were like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And they were just talking about whatever it was. I can't remember. 
but it was so funny and we were just laughing listening and we were like hey can you hear us and they couldn't hear us yeah. and they were, Crazy. We could only hear one side of it, but it was so weird. So, well, I threw my little listener story in there, I guess. Yes. Okay. We've got some little listener stories. I should have put dads back on here. The Walking oh. Man. So, we'll have to do The Walking Man. It was on the Scream and Sugar podcast, but it's my dad's like spooky story. If I'd been thinking, I could have done that, but oh well. Okay. So, anyway. Okay. So, those were Stephanie's stories. Okay. Now, Sophia's stories are the next ones, and she is one of my co-workers. She's fabulous. I love her. I love Stephanie, too, obviously. So Obviously. Yeah. Now, Sophia lives in, like, true crime, or grew up in, like, true crime central. She's got a ton of stories. These are just a few of them. And I told her, I said, like, keep sending those in, girl. Yeah. I was like, keep sending them. <laughs> Everybody, send them in. We need them. So, yeah. So... Yeah, all you, all of you, two hundred and fifty listeners. I know. I just know. That's just on Spotify, right? I know. Y'all gotta have something. Yes. And I know y'all got an email. If you don't, call us. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So, could you imagine if we had a phone line? One eight hundred a million murders. <laughs> I think it would just have to be a million, a murders. million murders. It's probably too long. Then it's like murders. One eight hundred murders. The murders. One eight hundred murders. Um, okay, so here we go. These are Sophia's stories. You're not ready. You're not ready. I'm so excited. Okay, so here we go. So I'm from Southern Ohio, and the first house my mother bought was when I was 17 in 2013. So she's a little bit younger than us. Oh, she is younger than us? Yes. Yeah, I was about se- to say. Uh, 17 in 2013. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. She's. she's Dang. Uh, I know. It sounds weird, doesn't it? But it's really not that much of a difference. Well, it's like seven years, six years. I've got. Well, we, our other. Some of our friends are younger than us. And it, it just. That. You just don't even think. I know. You just think we're the same age. I know. Well, and I instantly think everyone's my age. Like, everyone's 31. And then I'm somebody's like, oh, I'm 25. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot that was a, a time. I think I do that, too, because I'll be at work and I'll be talking about, like, a, a movie or a song. And they'll be like, what's that? And I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, never mind. Just shut up. <laughs> just forget it. Never mind. So, yeah. So, her mom bought her first house when she was 17 in 2013, Sophia. In Wheelersburg, Ohio, a few weeks passed after moving in, and that's when I first noticed some odd things. Our door to the den is very difficult to open due to the foundation affecting how it opens and closes. I saw the door fling open, and this was just the beginning. I would hear people walking in the house when I knew no one was home. I used to sleep horribly in the house because I would always hear a faint whisper of my name and a clap following with wake up. Like the movie. Yeah. The clap where she's in the entertain or like the clothes thing. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Was it the conjuring? Yeah. She and was, it was like, like the clap and hide. I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. But this is like, Sophia, wake up. Yeah. And it's real life. Yeah. This it, is ain't real. A hard, it, ain't a, it ain't a scary movie. <laughs> this is real life. Okay. She said, I would see cabinet kitchen doors open and close. I would tell my mom about these experiences, and it was brushed off. 
parents. The parents, like, I tell you right now, let my child tell me. I don't have a child, but if I have a child one day, let them tell me this is happening and we're moving out, period, the end. Because I can't. Mm -mm. And if it was my dream home, I'd be mad. I'd be like, don't you say that. Don't you say it. There's a ghost in here. I'm like, we're not leaving this time. Because I would just move every time. We'd move like eight times because my kid would just see something. And I'm like, well, time to go. Kid, (laughs) kid, they make a friend at school. Where are you from? Like, well, I might be moving next week. So this, <laughs> this is, is my, our this address is, for this now. This is my 20th school in two months. <laughs> Just oh. changing school districts left and right. Okay. So her mom brushed it off. She's like, nothing's going on. I was getting off work one evening with a call from my mom asking if someone dropped me off and my car was somewhere else. I informed her that I just got off work and she followed with saying, no one is in the house and I hear someone walking. So after her encounters, she took me seriously. Uh-huh. It's just a matter of time. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the real drama of this ghost appears when my mother and her boyfriend, now husband, decided to redo the kitchen. This apparently makes ghosts mad. Yes, it does. They don't like, they don't like it. They yeah, don't when like you it. come into their home and redo and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She said, this That's my countertop. Yeah. <laughs> those are my countertops. I painted those cabinets myself. <laughs> okay. They get so mad. I had no man. I did it by myself. <laughs> by myself. Now y'all want to change it? Okay. So she said, we started to redo the ceiling. How you do? <laughs> <laughs> we started to redo the ceiling. You're not ready for this. And photos from the 1890s were found. Okay, the 1890s. Where were they at? In the ceiling. They were redoing the ceiling and oh, photos. Oh, I was thinking of paint for some reason. Oh, no, no, photos. Were re- in the ceiling? Yes, okay. Two girls in black dresses and another photo of a person during their funeral. Oh, my. With the person in the casket? Yeah. Because they'd be doing that stuff back in the day. I was about to say, yeah. They would do family pictures. Yeah, and back then it was just normal. Like, you would take pictures with the bodies. You would take, you would just take pictures and stuff. So, and actually this one was a child. Um, So it was two little girls in the black dresses. Another photo of a little child at their funeral. Mm. Yes. Um, And her mother... My mother and I, I'm going, like, this is in first person, but then I'm trying to flip it into third person. And I'm like, no, just read it in first just person. Read it. <laughs> My mother and I would talk about our experiences more often. And this is where it gets really freaky. So, like, first of all, these pictures, I don't even know what I would do if I found those pictures. But this is where it really starts to, you know, heat up. My mother saw a dark figure and heard someone walking around her in the middle of the night. She thought it was her boyfriend. And was surprised to see him lying next to her while this dark figure was moving. The peak of the ghost experience was when I was by myself making cupcakes. She makes the best cupcakes. Well, you never bring me one. I know. I'm sorry. It's because... Sophia. (laughs) You need to make cupcakes a weekend. Deidre's coming home or I'm coming up on a Friday so I can have one. They're so good. Quit talking about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're the best. Okay. So, um, yeah, so she's by herself making cupcakes. The stairs to the kitchen, nope, the stairs to the attic are located behind one of the walls in the kitchen. I noticed a scratching sound coming from that wall. 
I stopped my mixer to pay attention and noticed the scratching was getting louder. I attempted to ignore it and then a large smack and scratch sound, the kind you would hear if someone hit the wall with their palm and scratched the wall after occurred. Because that's that's appropriate. (laughs) Okay, like... I ran out of my house, oven still on, and prepped for baking, and called my mom. Can Was the mixer still going? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, Which I guess, so she stopped the mixer. No so wonder they good cupcakes. Never... They, she be mixing them for 20 minutes to an hour. She's got to leave the house because it starts to make the ghost man. That's what makes them special. <laughs> the the whipped in the air from. <laughs> That's why they good at ghost and put something in there like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, so she ran out. Oven still on. Okay, called her mom. Um, called my mom, convinced someone broke in. Something isn't right. You know, my mom came home with her boyfriend and inspected the whole house and found no one. So my mom found scratch marks? I don't think so. <sighs> Which is even creepier. I don't know what's worse, to find them or not find them. Yeah. Them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So my mother being determined to not be scared out of her first home. Because, yeah, this is the first house that they've ever bought. Yeah. And now all this stuff's happening. Oh. And they're done redoing the kitchen. Then they start redoing the kitchen. Money. Money. Money just being poured in. And now it's like, no, we're not. <laughs> we ain't leaving. You're just going to have to get over it, bruh. Okay. So, um, yeah, she's like, I'm not going to be scared out of. My first home. So she decided to call previous owners to see if they've experienced anything. Not the person who owned it before us, but the one before that had a story to tell. So the one before them didn't have any experience. Or they didn't tell them. I know. I'm like, "Mm -mm." no, y'all, unless they just live there didn't try to fix anything up or something i don't know no I mean, they lying y'all they lying. lying y'all they saw some stuff because no, they was trying to sell that house they trying to get out <laughs> yeah yeah they're like oh no i i don't remember anything liars okay liars, so tigers and bears oh my yeah yeah <laughs> okay so uh she informed my mother that she noticed weird noises and things opening but things got worse after they started to redo one of the rooms My room used to be the original master bedroom and where she kept her newborn in. You know, this lady from... Oh, I was like, the ghost? There's a baby? (laughs) Baby ghost. (laughs) Baby ghost. No, so she would... That'd be cute. Yeah. Um, She would hear whispers of her daughter's name on the baby monitor. Uh Uh-uh. See, that's some... Mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't... mm -mm. Weird dark figures... And the clap wake up sound on the monitor. Why are they trying to get people to wake up? I don't understand. What if the baby passed and she was just trying to make sure it was still. That's a good. That's a good. Like if. Say her baby passed from SIDS or something. The ghost. Uh huh. Oh. Oh. And the she little, just the wanted child. to make sure the baby was all right. Like. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. That's... I don't know. But why are they doing it to Sophia? Another reminder. I sound like a man because my allergies. (laughs) The more I talk, I'm just like, ugh. (laughs) I don't know. That's that's creepy. Yeah. I don't know. The wake up. Mm. Yeah. And it's the clap, though. Why are you clapping? It's too much. It's too much. It's too many scary things happening. Hearing your name whispered is creepy enough. Hearing a clap is creepy enough. 
And then the wake up. So it's like your name, clap, wake up. I don't like it. I don't like it. So she experienced that uh, as is well. Is that poo? I don't like it one bit. <laughs> I don't like it one bit. Okay. Um, so, yeah, experienced that. She also experienced the exact same thing, aside from the cupcakes, that I did with the noise in the kitchen. She informed my mom. She ran out of the house with the kids, called her husband, who was a highway state patrolman, who bought who brought work buddies to look through the house and there was no one there. She told him there's something in this house. I'm moving. You either are coming or staying here. She's sick as I'm gone. <laughs> she gave him an ultimatum. Yeah. She said, if you've guessed it, he moved. <laughs> so like, yeah, he was gone. Owners were moving every five years out of this house. We did some research and the original owner built the house in the 1920s. He passed away in the house due to a heart attack we think he is our ghost. I don't know why he was picking on me. It wasn't my choice to redo the kitchen. Go haunt my mom. <laughs> but I'm just making cupcakes. Yeah. And then she was, she told me if there is another story that she wanted, uh, that we wanted to put in, you know, I could put this one in. So of course I am. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, give me all the stories. I had a non-religious boyfriend, now her ex, who came home with me for Christmas one year. I informed him about the house but he brushed it off. It's like, don't, don't brush it off. He was exhausted from my mom's side of Christmas and asked if he could go back to my house and I would go to my dad's by myself. <laughs> We're not going to comment on how we feel about that. No. <laughs> so she's, you know, my mamaw's, which is her dad's mom, uh, house didn't have service. Once I left my mamaw's, I had several texts and calls when I got service. I called back, and my ex said, I hear someone walking around upstairs, and I'm sitting outside your house. <laughs> the, the, the following night, he woke up and saw a dark shadow um, standing near me while I slept. He didn't believe in the afterlife before coming to my house, but he sure did after. I mean... I wouldn't want to see anything. You're laying with your girlfriend or boyfriend partner whoever you're just laying in bed with someone it don't even have to be them just a and side piece a, like side, yeah a side piece <laughs> this is okay side like, piece did you see that <laughs> like you're laying there and someone is standing not beside you but beside beside them them oh, like, and they're sleeping this sound like some paranormal activity I mean, mess hey hello bro, bro. Wait. <laughs> hey 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 Somebody, you see that? Like, do you see that person beside you? Shook, shook it to the core, to the whole core. Okay, so you guys, those are our listener stories. Those are good for my episode. Yes, please thank keep you, sending Stephanie them. And Sophia, yes, I like that name. You. I've always liked that name, Sophia. Sophia. Yes, she's adorable. Keep sending them in, send them in, send them in. Okay, okay, so yeah. Those are it. I hope you all enjoy it. I hope you all are having a fabulous October. Spooky season is here, darlings. We are here for it. Okay? Always and forever. Always and forever. Klaus! <laughs> <laughs> the originals. Okay, so if you all have any stories, questions, comments, concerns, requests, let us know. 
by emailing us at ameliamurders at gmail.com. You can jump on over to our Instagram if you have one and see the pictures of the places, the rude people, and the victims. Yes. And you can also go to our Facebook page and start conversations. Or, like, if you don't have an email, you can just, I guess, leave your stories there. Yeah. Everybody see them, but we'll try to delete it real quick. Yeah, we'll copy. <laughs> we'll delete it. And we'll copy, copy, paste. paste. Yeah, copy, paste, delete. Yeah, so, you know, whatever you want to do. Okay, so thank you all for tuning in. And we hope you come back for a, a million, million more. more. Bye. 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 Bye.